Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider in the world. On God's beautiful, luscious, rippling, <laughs> uh, imploding blue-green orb that we call planet Earth. Welcome. We, we are here. We are fearless. And we're moving forward, guys. Man, the news is crazy lately, huh? Wild stuff happening. Totally. Oh man, I'm I'm in a constant. I'm changing the subject rapidly right now, Cause, but because I, I just as I was speaking, I felt this insane rumbling in my stomach. I've been uh, this week. I've been intermittent fasting. Really, uh, sixteen and eight. So fast for sixteen hours and only eat between twelve and eight. Hey, yeah. Not eat. No. <laughs> yeah, I'll wake up at midnight and just binge eat. Eat till for, eight a.m. Till I go to work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then I'm just logged and just. Walking and waddling around work. That's fun. How long have you been doing that for? Uh, just this week so just far. This week. Well, How's I mean, it going so far. By the time this is released, it'll be. I mean, maybe I'll still be doing it well, by the yeah. time this is released. Good luck staying on the wagon. I hear that um, it's hard. I mean, it's been surprisingly not as hard as I thought it would be. Most of the time, like the first day was rough, yeah. and then the days, the couple days after that, were were kind of actually pretty easy for some reason. But yeah. today, I'm feeling it. I don't know why. <laughs> what kind of stuff are you eating when you can actually eat? Yeah. Um. I mean, I you're. They say you can eat pretty much whatever you want. Okay. Uh, the, the idea wow. is like you don't really have to stick to a specific diet. Uh. It's just it's it's like not about what you eat is about when you eat. Mm. Um. That being said, I'm not like binging on burgers and, <laughs> and stuff. All yet. the Doritos you can <laughs> get. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm exactly. not saying I'm like eating like a fitness guru, sure. but I'm. I'm trying to like stick to more healthier things. Yeah. And I mean it's going all right. Yeah, it's not good. bad so far. But today I'm feeling it. It's hungry. It's yeah. hungry. It's hungry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's wrap this thing up, guys. Yeah. <laughs> let's get <Yep>. this done. <laughs> Hurry up. All right. I got about a half hour before I can eat again. And this uh and that's not again, this is an hour long podcast, so let's just condense it. <laughs> right. <laughs> just kidding, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kidding. Um Anyway, so the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is an arts showcase and comedy show where we feature local musicians, painters, poets, sculptors, actors, directors, all sorts of artists from all walks of life in primarily the Detroit-ish area. And today is definitely no different because today we have two members of the band Splitters on the show. Please welcome Dan and Ben. Thanks Let's for snap, having us, Mike. Snap for yourselves. Yeah, thanks for having yeah. us. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you it's guys. Great to be here. Great to have you. It's it's October, you guys. Tis. Tis the season. Are you excited? I am excited. You in October? It's been a October, while guys. I'm feeling October. spooky, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a spooky time of year. It is. I love it. It's it's very, uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the summertime. Sure. I like going swimming. I like going hiking and uh, doing my thing outside. But, like, October's coming around and you get to wear, like, a light jacket. Yes. Go to the cider mill. Today was particularly kind of chilly out, so mm-hmm. it feels yeah. good, man. 
It's very nice. Yeah, I love that fall vibe. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Cool air, a little, little damp. A little mm-hmm. damp, That's you right. know. A little wet. Yeah. A little mm-hmm. dripping. Cold. Yep. Head out to the cider mill. Yep. Cider mill. Just Sit on your dad's all... lap. <laughs> <laughs> stand in line, get donuts. Just kind of feel chilly all the time. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then, you know, we set into that existential dread that is the Michigan winter. Yep. Yeah. It's coming, guys. Yeah, it's all right. I'm hoping it, I'm hoping it comes, like... I hope the first snow of the year is on Christmas. When has that ever happened? I feel like it, <laughs> I feel like it, okay, maybe not technically, like it, there was like f- small flurries, yeah. but I feel like a couple years ago, like the first like big, sto- big s- snow was on Christmas. Right. And I was like, you know what? All right. Jesus is magic. <laughs> Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> thank you, Santa. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not looking forward to it. No, never do. Uh, my commute isn't that as bad this year as it was last year, yeah. but I'm still not a fan. No. Not a fan. But you know what I am a fan of is the band Splitters. Oh, thank you. Have you heard of them? I play in that band, yeah. No. <laughs> I do. I've never heard of them. Oh, God. They, you got to check them out. They're go- you know what? We'll play some music. Some yeah, of their right. music. I guess. Guess. You got to do that. Do I have permission to play some, <laughs> yeah, some of the music? Yeah, you have my permission. <laughs> Great. <laughs> So uh, let's let's learn a little bit about you guys. So why don't you guys uh, one by one, don't talk over each other now. Uh, tell us who you are, what you do in the band, and if you were to um, mm, let's see, if you were to have to travel to anywhere in America on a mount, where would you go, and what would you ride? And it can't be uh, oh California, New York, or Chicago, oh, and it can't be a horse. It can't be a horse. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll go first. Uh, my name is Dan. Uh, I play drums in Splitters. I'm also, I don't know, I manage a lot of things, I guess you could say. He's the dad man. I'm the dad. You're the daddy of the Splitters. I run the Facebook. I run the, inst- well, we split on the Instagram, but uh, emails, booking, all that shit that comes along with it. Oh, man. Um, and if I were to travel to anywhere in the United States, not including, you said California, New York, or Chicago. Chicago. We go, I go to Chicago all the time anyway, and I had to choose a mount. Mm-hmm. in which to get there. Um, I would like to go ahead and visit uh, Seattle. Mm-hmm. And I'll go ahead and I'll take a large eagle, like the ones in The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> there you go. Like they should have done in the first place. Uh, listen, I don't want to get into it, but there's a reason they didn't do that. Yeah. The eagles are a very proud they race. Are. That's very true. And they're not about to just like be a, a mount for the hobbits. Yeah. Get involved in their their affairs. So why would they let you get on their back? <laughs> Motherfucker. <They're, laughs> I have a good relationship. They're a fan of a good eagle They're a fan of Washington. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, you're going? I'm like, yeah, sure. Hop on. We are eagles after <laughs> all. Why not? America's anyway. uh, symbol. <laughs> and last and maybe least. Definitely least. I'm <laughs> Ben. I play guitar and sing in splitters. And I typically write the songs, bring them to the table, and then I have my better bandmates make them better <laughs> and uh, add some rhythm to it. And, uh, yeah. And if I had to go, if I could go anywhere, God, I don't even know what I'd mount. Let's see here. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably go, I'd probably, I'd have to go to, like, Montana or something. Montana. Something gorgeous like that, maybe. Uh, I was not expecting that maybe, answer. Maybe. Can't take a horse. Can't I mean, I know that's horse. a reasonable choice. That's a, almost too reasonable. It's the right. most reasonable, and I'm not creative enough to think of anything better. Some maybe some kind of uh, friendly donkey. Can I? Is that is that <laughs> just a cheap? Is that a cheap way out? That is. I would I would say 
I'll give you half credit. I'll give you half credit. Half credit, okay. But okay, so the donkey, uh, but the the front head, it has a different animal's head. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe like a, uh, a caterpillar head, something strange. Yeah. A tiny little head, you a know. Tiny, is it, so tiny is it like head. scaled to the donkey, or is it just a tiny little caterpillar head? No, I think it's just a tiny little caterpillar <laughs> Oh, boy. Head. That's like, dangerous. Like a bloody stump, you know, That's just, but it, it, it all works out. But, works I out. mean, it wouldn't be able to see where it's taking you. Well, that, I got eyes. I'll guide it, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Great. Uh, Montana's in that direction. Yeah. We'll, Just we'll yeah, head that way. Yeah. We'll figure it Stick out. Stick a GPS on his neck. <laughs> yeah. He's got room, It'll apparently. Be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. You know what? Good answer. Caterpillar donkey, man. All right, am I up to full credit now? Yeah. yeah. Well, 75%. All right. Okay. I'll take it. That's, that's <laughs> if good. the caterpillar head was scaled up, then maybe it would be oh, full okay. credit. Oh, fucking well. creepy looking. <laughs> I don't like that. It'd be like an Eldritch Horror right, monster. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So, uh, when did you guys uh, each uh, start making music? Like, what kind of got you interested in it, and like, uh, how how did that path kind of look? Um, well, I I first started playing music when I was I believe it was in fifth grade. I started taking I started taking guitar lessons, mm-hmm. and um, I broke the guitar. Just it shame was, on you. It was a shame. my mom got it from like Target or something, mm-hmm. which is where you should never buy any musical instruments. I didn't and know like, they sold musical instruments. I, I know, right? It was like a first act is like a shit brand yeah. that you can purchase there. And I remember what I was doing was like, I had no idea how to tune it. I had no idea how to play it, and I would just you know you can like tune the strings up as high as you can. And it was just this cheap acoustic, and it just ripped up the front of it. And my mom. <laughs> like I'll take it to the store and well the music store and mm-hmm. get it fixed and when I was there I'm like I don't want to do that anymore can I play drums instead and she said sure and um, from then on out I took lessons um, from like fifth grade until my senior year of high school and the whole time I was in like concert band and marching band and all that stuff and like percussion ensemble and all that and I started playing in bands when I was um, 15 or 16 like I, like seriously like obviously it was mm-hmm. in like you know, shitty little bands before, but it wasn't until I was around 15, 16 when I could drive and actually do shows and go play at my friends' houses that I started doing that. And um, that got us into the punk rock and uh, all that stuff and started touring from there on out. And I haven't really stopped since. It'd be funny if your mom said no. Like, <laughs> no, we are a guitar- guitarist I, family. I, <laughs> we don't do drums. anything. I'm the only musician in my family. Yeah. That but, would be uh, make it even weirder. I know. My, no son of mine's going to be a drummer. <laughs> You're going to play this other instrument that no one else is playing. Yeah. But uh, no, from there on out, I, I started uh, touring and I started doing records and playing in other bands and just going out of state and mm-hmm. doing records, like I said, all that shit. So once you stop, or I'm sorry, once you start, you can't really stop. It's <laughs> once just, you stop, you can't you can't keep going. Once yeah. you stop, you're done. It's you like know? the opposite yeah. of heroin, you yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been, uh, yeah, I don't really see myself stopping. It's just kind of something you do with your life and want to continue on. Awesome. Okay. And, uh, and Ben? Ben the man. Yeah, I, I basically, similar to Dan, I, I actually, uh, my mom started me on piano, mm-hmm. and I just couldn't handle this dude, Norm, who was teaching me piano. He was too weird. Shout out to Norm. Shout out to Norm, wherever you are. <laughs> you are a strange man. Um, he would, he would, he just made me play like Jingle Bells all the time, and wouldn't let me do anything cool, and then I was like, I was like. Was it Christmas time? It was not. It made it even stranger, We're, you know, and so I was just like, I was like, I don't think so, man. I gotta do something different, so. You know, I wanted to play guitar, so um, I picked up a guitar and um, probably in like middle school and was horrible um, for quite some time. Played in a lot of really like you know uh, straight up punk bands where it was lucky if I could get it in tune. I'm still lucky if I can get it in tune. <laughs> um, and then um, played in a bunch of bands in high school, and then kind of took a break up until this, and then we started this a couple years ago. Oh, wow. um, and um, fortunate enough to 
you know, have somebody who's actually in like marching band who can play drums. All the <laughs> yeah, all the keeping all the, in time is real, uh, real important. Yeah, because yeah, it, it, it's hard, man. Time is hard. Um, <clears throat> I so, hear that drummers are a hot commodity these days. You know, it's it's funny. I I play in three bands in Detroit, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I guess you could say that because I I, I do occasionally get the thing where like, hey, you want to jam sometime? And normally I would say like, sure, I'll come over. But now I'm like. I should Gotta probably, no. yeah, like yeah, this week and the following weeks and next month are all bad for me because of other shows and rehearsals. So, yeah, you're you're right about that. <laughs> That's for sure. So, um, so what brings you guys of all? Uh, like you said, you both played in different bands, and yeah. you're playing in you know different bands currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what brought this band together specifically? What was uh, the vision? Well, to uh, to bring it back to, I guess, like our senior year of high school, like Ben and I went to the two different high schools, but they were, I went to Marine City, you went to Lance Cruz. Lance Cruz. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we had crossed paths numerous times before, just like going to shows, and we shared a relatively same friend group. Like I mostly hung out with people in his mm-hmm. part of town, and... Um, by the way, Lance Cruz doesn't sound like a school name. It sounds like a homeschool <laughs> teacher. Like, yeah, we go to Lance Cruz's house. Yeah. Norm ran it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Norm's a music He teacher. just taught us the history of Jingle Bells yeah. the whole time. Uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't. I mean, Ben and I went to. We went to Wayne State together. We won't. We both Me went too. to. Uh, right on. Uh, wow. We both went for Bunch psycho- of warriors. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Tartars. Yeah. I don't know. Is that the thing? No, that's no, offensive that's, now. They had to change it. Yeah, man. they don't did. say that. This on is the, the Weezer thing. We're gonna get sued for oh, that. Oh man. Um, I think there's a radio oh, this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Ben and I started. We we started living together. When was that? Like 2009. Yeah, it was like 2008. Like 2000. I want to say like summer of 2009. Like um, I was living on Wayne State campus and. We were both going to school for this. Is going to take a long time to get to the yeah, real point. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> you are, you are but uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 no, I'm totally pulling up to um, fast forward. Like we've been friends this whole time and share like a friend group and all this stuff. And um, we go to our friend Will's wedding, and he was a dude that we went to Wayne State with as well, and we're really good friends. Me with too. Him. All right. <laughs> wow, it's so much in common. I know. <laughs> but uh, we we went to his wedding. It was up in. Up north. Well, I was up north remember. somewhere on a lake. And um, so <laughs> me and Ben and our, our, our former bassist, a friend of ours, uh, we just got pretty drunk at our, at our friend's wedding. And um, we were just blaring music. And we were just like, we should start a band. As you do. As you do. And that's basically <laughs> and, how that started. And mind you, we've had that exact same experience about a thousand times yes. and nothing yeah. ever came about. I don't know why that time yeah. actually It happened. was either like, we should start a band, we should make a movie, we should start <laughs> a business, but this one stuck. Yeah. Um, and yes, uh, so after that, we just started, uh, Ben's like, I'm sitting on like 20 songs, so let me show you this many and we'll do a record. And we did. And uh, then Ben went away to school for... Uh, to finish up his his PhD program. What a jerk! I know. That's what he was he was talking earlier about, like St. Louis and Missouri and stuff. So he was living there for a while, and uh, as soon as he got back, and this is like a year after we had released the record itself, um, and then we actually started playing shows November of 2016, 17? 17, Yeah. So yeah, we had been we had been a band <clears throat> since like twenty. 2015 mm-hmm. and then we did a record in fall and spring oh do i have that right of 2016 yeah, and we, great. <laughs> we released it in november 2016 on for the love of punk records and um and then yeah we actually actually started playing shows as soon as ben was back from st louis and been doing it ever since nice you want yeah. anything wow. to add that i missed is that all no, I think i'll that check is, out yeah i think that is the entire history <laughs> the we can wrap this up here yeah. yeah well there's one thing that you did leave out yeah with the name of the band what the heck how it, how it came to be i'm gonna let you take that one ben 
Uh, you know, I think coming up with a band name is super hard. Yeah. And I had been, uh, I'd like thought a bunch of things over and that one kind of popped in my mind and stuck. Um, and, you know, I threw it out to the guys and they liked it. And yeah. uh, we just stuck with splitters. Yeah. I know we wanted something to do with like Detroit or the Midwest or the Rust Belt. Yeah. And um, I don't know, splitters <clears throat> are apparently something to do with some level of automotive something. Yeah. So... That's all you need sure. to know, that they're somewhat related. This loose, loose, <laughs> loose tie. I mean, that's not what I had in mind. No. Have you have you concocted that? No, that's, I was just like, <laughs> I was like looking, I'm like, what are splitters? I'm like, oh, it's like, like I don't know, like wire splitters. Like yeah. you used to, yeah, whatever. But yeah, yeah. I guess Welding. Too. Yeah, sure. Something like that. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, so let's let's uh, show one of your guys' songs off. Sure. So uh, what's this one called? Uh, we're going to do Horrible Terrible. Yeah. This is the first track off of our record from 2016 called listening. Last Time I Swear. I've been listening to this song a lot this week. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and what's this one about? Ben. So this was actually one of the, I think, first songs I wrote for the band, and it's just about, you know, having a bunch of terrible thoughts and trying to deal with them. Nice. There you go. All right. So here is Horrible Terrible by Splitters. <laughs>
wow, that was that song is called Horrible Terrible, but it wasn't horrible or terrible. Well, thank well, you. Thank you. What are the chances? <laughs> I mean, it's a good chance that if you're a good songwriter. That's true. <laughs> we, we, we're we're picking we're picking the good stuff. Yeah. Because, you know. <laughs> Cream of the crop. Yeah. So uh, tell me a, bit, a little bit about the uh, your guys' inspirations, like musical inspirations, like uh, particular artists or anything. Um, I know. I'd probably say our top three would be... Same Lawrence, at the same time. Lawrence Arms. <laughs> now you do one. That's not what I meant. I, <laughs> so I think, I mean, I think Dan and I both really love, you know, punk rock yeah. and... Um, you know some of the some of the stuff that I grew up listening to is greatly influenced. Uh, you know the kind of stuff I write, uh, lyrics I write, things like that. So uh, big ones for me are Bad Religion and Against Me, mm-hmm. um, two huge influences. And then, like Dan said, Lawrence Arms are just Menzingers probably thrown in there. All very good bands. Yeah. Very good bands. Uh, how about the the songwriting process? Like uh, you said, you mentioned that you. Ben are the like you primarily write the the song yeah. like and then you kind of bring it to everyone but like how does that process look like <laughs> yeah so it's it's kind of evolved over the last couple of years typically um, I write everything on an acoustic <clears throat> guitar I'll just be you know sitting at home after work plunking along and mm-hmm. I'll come up with I'll get some you know lyric in my head that I really want to use or some kind of uh, chord progression that I really like and I'll basically flesh something out and then when we get together to practice um, I kind of like here's this song that I got and um, either it's met with derision or <laughs> or they're like yeah no this is this could work this could work right um, and so uh, I think for for the first record for songs like horrible terrible um, they were just full songs that I had written and then we added um, full band uh, full band yeah. over it and then what we've been doing for our most recent um, EP that we just recorded, I, I would take in more of a skeleton, and then we all kind of tore it apart and uh, revamped it, and so it became more of like the band songs, and they there's a more dynamic process with that. Yeah, skeleton, exactly. Yeah, like the first record's like, these are all mostly Ben's songs that he wrote, and it's all done. Mm-hmm. Now let's put stuff on top, whereas now it's like, we come together, there's this little nugget of an idea, let's just work it out. Awesome. So, uh, so you mentioned you have a, an EP coming out. Uh, sure you have do. recorded. Yep. Um, your the one that you um already have out. Last time I swear, mm-hmm. uh, came out. You said twenty sixteen November twenty sixteen. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's been it's been two years. And mm-hmm. how does it feel? Like what's uh tell tell me a little bit about this uh new EP. Yeah. So um I these songs kind of came about. Um, when I was living in Missouri, I lived in Missouri in 2017, right after we released mm-hmm. uh, first our last, record. Uh, yeah, our first and last record. <laughs> and uh, um, so I kind of wrote these songs as, you know, I was kind of in between Missouri and Michigan. Uh-huh. And um, we I don't think we were too, really too sure whether so or not we were going to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, um, I wasn't too sure if we were going to even really do this band, but when I got back, um, yeah, I kind of had these songs and we were like, all right, let's, you know, put something new out and start playing shows. And so we ended up going to our friend, Chuck Huber has a studio, Drifting Sun Studio. Yeah. I'm sorry. Drifting Sun Sound. You got to get it right. He's going to move your head off for that. You're going to pay for that. That's true. And you're going to get sued. I know. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, and so we ended up, we went in, it was either March or April. Yeah, we, we went in, like, spring of 2016, and then we finished up and, like, took it. Like, we, we did, like, a bunch of stuff for it, like, 90% of it, and then we dragged it on for a couple months and finished it in, like, June or July. And then, of course, you got to send it out to get mastered, and I was begging labels to give us some attention and all that kind of stuff. So eventually it all came together at the end of that year. Yeah, so it's been kind of a long process to put out. It's going to be a three-song EP, Um, and I'm (laughs) super stoked on the on the songs. It just it really does take a long time to get stuff out there. It's true, and it it feels like a. It definitely feels like a departure from our old stuff, Um, just because I felt we all had like a a common say and how they go, and just different parts. And it was good to actually all four, you know, all four of us sit down and say this is how it's going to go, and each contribute to it. What about like uh, the theme of the EP? Like, like uh, um, I, you know, you mentioned like you know, it's you being away and and being in Missouri and, uh, but like <clears throat> as far as like kind of the overall vibe, like you said, it's different that it's it's kind of different from the the last one. How would you describe that? Yeah, you know, it's hmm. a lot about um, you know, so I I when I moved kind of uprooted my life and a lot of things changed yeah. and so it's, it's it's about that it's it's about um kind of trying to figure out what the fuck I'm doing next yeah. you know <laughs> and trying to trying to get comfortable with that um and so that I think is a lot of the lyrical content of the songs yeah and, you um, can notice like the tonal I don't want to say a total tonal change entirely from the first record mm-hmm. like there are some dark songs Play in some the, of the same chords right <laughs> yeah no it's just um just a i definitely use an a minor on both nice yeah, <laughs> totally for nice. sure um but Good no it's chord. just like the three songs that are on the ep uh, mostly deal with like negative subjects or yeah. just or at least negative feelings i guess yeah if i'm inferring that properly i think you inferred it yeah. just fine <laughs> <laughs> man yeah. that's sad well, negative feelings are sad. Yeah. Not good to get them out. Good to get them out. It yeah. is. It is. It's true. Um, so that's coming out. Did we? Did we say it? Uh, you know what? We are. We're waiting on an exact release date. Uh-huh. Uh, current. It's looking like December, possibly January 2019. January. Just really 2019? depends on when the vinyl is done being pressed, which takes months and months. What is January 2019 gonna be like? Well, we'll have a new record. It'll be it'll be cold. Yeah, it'll be that. good. It'll yeah. be cold. It'll be <laughs> shitty out. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we'll be one year away from twenty twenty. Oh yeah. yeah. From terrible campaign slogans, hindsight is twenty twenty. Uh, I just Oof. read a bunch of those today. I didn't even realize that was going to be a. I can't thing. believe they're gearing up already for. Well, I'm actually, Mid-tips. I can't believe that. Yeah, yep. exactly. That's uh, that's most of uh, a politician's life is just gearing up to for the reelection. Wait, <laughs> who campaigning? Gets, who gets to use hindsight twenty twenty? Uh, probably the Democrat yeah, nominee. That that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, I guess you should regretted it. Hindsight twenty twenty. Guarantee it. Yeah. Guarantee it's going to be a slogan. Well, most definitely. Yeah. I mean, my words. Yeah. I mean, not just in the president. Like everything's yes. going to be saying that. Yeah. Or they're going to have a twenty twenty vision. Yeah. It's going to be a Target yeah. commercial. Oh, twenty twenty vision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stole that off the internet. I, I SVS vision. Yeah. There yeah. it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, can't wait for that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for twenty twenty one. Twenty nineteen is just that buffer year before we get all that bullshit. Yep. I'm going to take a nap. Yeah. Nah, that that, man. So what's this next song that you'll be showing us? Uh, next one is called Cheap. Cheap. Yeah. Yep. This one's cheap, kind of cheap. a shorter one, kind of just a quick rocker. But uh, what's this one about, Ben? Tell us, Ben. It's about feeling cheap. Hmm. 
Like cheap in what way? Like you don't want to spend your money on stuff? Yeah, not that kind of cheap. Just <laughs> kind of kind of feeling all low down. I think I like this song just because it's it's a like Dan said it's a fast rocker. Yeah, uh, mm. don't have very many of those, so it's nice when it yeah it's a pops out there. Puppy. Yeah, and I yeah yeah nice. Give it a shot. Oh, all right, I'll try it. Yeah, <laughs> try no it promises. <laughs> all right, here is Cheap by Splitters. Alcohol and psychotropic medication. Very fast rocker. I forgot how much Alex like swells the guitar there at the end. I like what he does. I mean, I love it. Yeah, he's the he's the saving grace of this band for sure. (laughs) Uh, yeah, beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful freaking stuff, guys. Thank you. Uh, so where can people find more from you? Uh, well, you can always check out our uh, Bandcamp page. It's SplittersDetroit.BandCamp.com. We're also Mm -hmm. on Spotify. Mm -hmm. I'm fairly certain we're on iTunes. But uh, I would. That'd be great. I, yeah, I, <laughs> that would be great. I'm pretty sure our, our previous label put us on there. But um, nice. mostly, yeah, check out the Spotify. Just search for us, Splitters. You Follow might... us on Facebook and Instagram. Facebook all the, and all Instagram. All the usual ones. Yeah, we don't do the Twitter. Mm. That's. Uh, I have too much to uh, say. It's too much those, work. All, You're gonna be one of those guys. Yeah, yeah like you know, the, be ready for the yeah. four-page thing. Yeah. One one out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, by the way, you are on iTunes. Oh, just that's great. All right. <laughs> Congratulations. Where is that money? <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And uh, where, when can people find you? Um, I, we're doing some shows in October that are going to be out of state. Um, mm-hmm. If you're in, if you're in Chicago, check us out. Uh, I forget which. Uh, what's the name of the place? I forget offhand, but don't worry about that. If this is a Michigan-based <laughs> thing, uh, we're going to be playing November third at the Sanctuary here in Hamtramck uh, with this band called Amigo the Devil. Ooh. They're uh, they're kind of a big deal, from what I understand. Yeah, they're a great band. Them and uh, Harley Poe. Harley Poe. That's right. Harley Poe. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, great. Thank you guys so much for being on. Thank you for yeah, having us. Thank you for having and, us. And we will be back. Uh, we <laughs> will be joined by Catherine Winchester, headmaster, head minister, headmaster of the Connecticut Institute of Speech Arts. Nice. Oh, man. Maybe I could use some uh, speech arts there. <laughs> we'll be back after this. <laughs> Back to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider in the world. <laughs> I'm joined by Ben and Dan of Splitters. Hello. Hello. Did you guys enjoy your break? Absolutely. It was mm. wonderful. Spent some time traveling. <laughs> it's been a couple months since yeah. we recorded the first <laughs> yeah. part of this podcast. You get out to Seattle, Dan? Uh, no, the no. Eagle wouldn't fucking okay. take me. Nope. Right. There's a reason for it. I'm not going to get into it now. I know. It's a whole... <laughs> yeah. Anyway... We are joined by headmistress of the Connecticut Institute of Speech Arts, Catherine Winchester. Welcome, Catherine. Thank you, Michael. It is a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to have you on. And uh, your your diction is just, may I just say, uh, flawless. Oh, please. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so tell me, uh, Catherine, a little bit about... Um, what what it is that you what it is the Connecticut Institute of Speech Arts is? We have a vision and a mission to improve the overall enunciation uh, and passion for speech here in the United States, focusing primarily on the youths of America. Hmm, like uh, millennials. Uh, previously, yes, uh, but contemporaneously, uh, primarily of ages 5 uh, through 19. Hmm, that's a good year. I believe they now say that is Generation Z, or Z, if you are British. Mm, are you British? No. Hmm. So, Z. <laughs> so, um, what, what, so you don't think that, uh, that the art of speech and the, the love of, like, uh, speech is taught in public schools pr- well? Uh, not just public schools, private as well. It seems as though in this era of technology, most people have lost a passion for for oral tradition and the art of crafting the perfect word. Um, like, uh, can you give me an example? Superfluous. Ooh, wow. That is a good word. Can you give me two more examples? <laughs> oh my, I- I've never been challenged like this. Statistic. Hmm. I like hard, that. Hard T's in that one. Mm, statistic. Oh, I feel like my diction could use some uh, improvement. I must say, if you were a little younger, I would encourage you to join one of our programs. But I'm too old. Unfortunately. That's a bummer. 
Is there any? Oh, you owe me one more example, by the way. But we'll get there later. Uh, do uh, do? Is there any hope for me? Like I, I I'm I know I'm 26 right now, and that uh, your the the Connecticut Institute of Speech Arts is for children um, to one two years of adulthood. Um, but uh, my is there any like uh, maybe a night school class options for me? That's a fantastic question. Actually, we've recently considered expanding our programs to include more of the young adults. Unfortunately, as you approach the age of 30 and your skull hardens, it becomes far more difficult to improve your overall enunciation. Is that real? It is a fact. Wow. Can attest, yes. Do you, you have a hard skull? I'm 30. Man. Is that the, how, how, uh, how hard does a skull get? Like, at what age does your the, the density of your skull peak? It seems to, uh, uh, the hardening of the skull, the momentum picks up up at approximately 25. And at 30, unfortunately, sir, hope is lost. That's oh, man. fine. I never had it to begin with. Oh, man. Well, uh, do you have a test for us so we can test, like, our current diction levels and you can kind of grade us and, and give us any notes? Uh, I do have some tongue twisters that I, I came prepared oh, with. Great. Oh, great. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, but repeat after me. Father favors fervorous fascism. Father favors fervorous fascism. Oh, well done. Well done. Thank you. That's a kind of a problematic sentence, don't yeah. you think? Whatever do you mean? Let's yeah, move uh, past it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, will you, uh, so give us each a grade uh, one by one on how we did. Uh, well, Ben, I, I would say that unfortunately your F's slur. You seem to have a, a subtle lisp, which is quite unfortunate and, and really unattractive. Uh, oh, man. I've <laughs> been telling him that for that years. Was, that was harsh. <laughs> you got a thick skull, man. She did say she was harsh. Yeah. I mean, she did. Honest. Michael, you slur, and it's repulsive. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll test that. That's true. Uh, you, sir, I would say very well done. Right. Uh, in your everyday speech, unfortunately, it's as though you're a drunkard. But when you really put your mind to it, it's quite impressive. Wow. Nailed it. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, that was kind of a compliment, Dan. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you do sound like a drunkard. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Saturday. Uh, so... Uh, is there any, uh, even though we can't take any classes, or is there any uh, techniques that we can use to kind of maybe try and move in the right direction? I know that these guys both have pretty thick skulls, and sure. I'm on my way there, but I, I, I at least have some hope. I'm, I still got a couple years ahead of me. Well, I think it would be helpful for me to provide some historical context behind the Institute. You see, it uh, runs in my family. Uh, we've mm -hmm. uh, The Winchesters. The Winchesters, yes. I'm a sixth-generation Winchester oh. headmistress. Uh, my father was the headmaster, his grandmother the headmistress, and so on and so forth. And we've we practiced a, a, a strict tradition of positive punishment when it comes to the speech arts. And so if you find that your your diction is lacking, we encourage you to pursue uh, different techniques for uh, beating the poor diction out of you. Hmm, like what? Well, we have what I call the concentration closet. So it's a closet? Um it it's a closet uh, or a form of sensory deprivation chamber. Oh, I hear that's kind of relaxing. This one is not. Oh. <laughs> In what way? Well, it's, I suppose it could start out relaxing, but about the fourth day, it really oh. loses its luster. <laughs> Four days straight. 
in a in a sensory deprivation ta- chamber. Correct. Oh, boy! How does that improve your speech? Seems like that would kind of break down your uh, ability to function function at all. Yeah. I don't know. I think it sounds pretty cool. Really? Yeah. It does give you an opportunity to reflect on your choices. I hear being in a sensory deprivation tank for more than an hour can start to make you go a little crazy. I'm not willing to try, but... No. That's most unfortunate. Oh, God. Oh, man. That seems intense. This is the Connecticut Institute of Speech Arts. Does it work? We have about a 32% success rate. (laughs) That's not very good. I beg your pardon. That's certainly more than zero, more than you've ever done. Um, that's fair. She's making good points. She's making very good points. I have never improved anyone's speech. Uh, Also, I've never had any success with uh, locking someone in a sensory deprivation chamber for any amount of time. They always get away, you know? Yeah. Yeah, They always always get away or die. It's inhumane to lock it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Details. I know. (laughs) So... So uh, do people, uh, how does uh, enrollment in, uh, in the Connecticut Institute of Speech Arts work? It is purely voluntary. Uh, the From reason- the children or the parents? The parents, right. for sure. Right. Uh, it's simply a parent will have concern that their child does not present the family appropriately. This is far more common in Connecticut than most other parts of the United States. Mm-hmm. However, we do have people come from all over the country, and they'll bring their children and then pick them up when they're 19. Oh, so it's like a boarding school. Uh, to a certain effect, yes. For uh, 14 years. Yes. And do you teach other things than speech? Oh, no. Oh. So you don't teach them history or well, math you... or science? No, we give them opportunities to reflect on themselves, how they learn, and we leave it to, to them to then take that as uh, a way for them to pursue their own interests when they when they leave at 19. That sounds like a... a uh, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to be frank, a backwards way of developing young minds. Oh, do you? Michael. Goodness. I, I'm you, just saying. It, do it, you insult all of your guests this way? Um, sometimes. Oh, <laughs> I am affronted. Uh, How that's dare a, you? Oh, there's a third example. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Bravo. Have any very of your, good um, in there, yes. Very good Have tea. any of your scholars gone on to do great things that we know about? Good question. Well, Pol Pot is quite well known. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing Trump didn't go to your school. Unfortunately, no, no. He'd be far more demure. Yes. And, I mean, Trump is everything except more demure. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Mm. Are, you, are you a fan of Donald Trump? I really am apolitical. Oh. I am more concerned with the goings-on of my institute, mm-hmm. uh, my family's tradition, and so I really have very little time or patience or interest in the goings-on of the rest of society. I just find them to be going backwards instead there, of forwards. Is there any politics uh, that take place inside of the, the school? Oh, oh, the faculty. Oh. Goodness. Tell it, me a little bit about it's that. It's like a telenovela. Mm. Who's sleeping with whom? Oh. <laughs> Right? Who's practicing different poems? <laughs> Is that the juicy gossip? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We had someone reading, I kid you not, Robert Frost. Oh, boy. <laughs> Robert Frost is pretty good. Two oh. rows diverged in yellow wood. Sad mm. I could not travel both. And I be see. one traveler long I stood. That's all I remember from that. 
You are a very disappointing human. You're turning. You look like you're turning pale as I was saying that. Well, it's repulsive. Oh, you're not a frost fan. No. Who's your favorite poet? Mm, Pablo Neruda. Would be. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever does that mean? I don't know. It's just do you uh, you do read it in the original Spanish? Oh no, no. English is a superior language. Oh boy. Oh, boy. I think Trump did go to your school. Yeah. <laughs> or you went to his school. <laughs> so you think English is just superior to Spanish or superior to any language? Oh, all of them. Really? Yes. Mm. It is just far more civilized. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, could you care to explain what you mean by that? Well, uh, the majority of... of Human history has been documented in English. I mean, I've only ever read a Bible in English. I mean, come it's, on, it's common sense. It's printed in other languages. It was originally not written in English as well. I, I beg to differ. This is what happens when the skull starts to harden. Facts just lose you. <laughs> That's what happens when you only learn speech for 14 years of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, I have never been so insulted. I'm sorry. We don't, I feel like yeah. we might be kind of ganging up on you. Um, and does, I apologize for that. It I just feel that way. I did fly all the way out here for your silly little podcast. What are you dropping into your eyes? Uh, it's, it's, it's simply little drops. Just little drops. Just little drops. drops. <laughs> it smells very strong. Well, it's Listerine. Why are you <laughs> dropping Listerine into your eyes? It... it Wakes me up. I don't like to ingest any form of narcotic, and so coffee is out of the question. Thus, I put Listerine drops in my eyes. Weird to do in the middle of an interview. Well, I need to pick me up. Okay. It is now minty fresh in here, though. It is. You're it's welcome. Very strong. Um, Would you like some Listerine? I don't. You look uncomfortable. Well, it just feels as though everyone is... I feel like I'm under attack. I, I was invited here. I'm sorry. I flew here on Southwest Airlines and the people's and the people's airline. The people. <laughs> <laughs> like the common folk. <laughs> all right. I feel like we have been kind of uh, mean to you, Catherine. <clears throat> so let's all go around the table. Let's say something one nice thing about Catherine each. Um, well, let's say it all at the same time. Your you eyes are nice. very beautiful. <laughs> I just said blonde hair. Is that? <laughs> you just said. Did you just? <laughs> you just said blonde hair. I just noticed an attribute and went with it. <laughs> I tried. I, I. You said you were talking about her eyes too, right, Ben? Yeah, they smell nice now. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to latch on. Um, so yeah, you do have you feel better now. You have, I do. Thank you. Good. I very much appreciate that you notice the little things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of generous yeah. calling Listerine in your eyes a little thing. Yeah, they're just little drops. Precisely. Yeah. It's just you know a little little thing that differentiates the eyeball from the average person. I feel like your eyes are. Is that blood? Oh yes. Oh. <laughs> yes, it does bleed. Why do you, why, why, that seems like a bad thing to do. Uh, I've just never thought of it like that. It's something that I've done since I was a, about four or five years old. Ever since I enrolled in the Institute, I would just do my little daily Listerine drops and sometimes a little blood would come out and I would just look in the mirror and laugh and cry and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, bless so I, your soul. I assume that helps you get all the bad blood out. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It's a it's a kind of ritual, <laughs> yes. really, right. to try and release the demons. Yeah. Uh, and you're a, uh, you're not a fan of demons. No. No. Oh no, no, they are awful. Have you ever met a demon? Every day. Oh. Like, actually, or is that a metaphorical? Well, sometimes I hear things, and the only logical explanation is that there's a demon behind me. What kind of things do you hear? Oh, just just things to inspire my work. Like? <clears throat> well, how else do you think the concentration came, chamber was created? It was the demon who told me to do it. Hmm, that's... Hmm. People have had worse things happen because of demons. So you follow the demon's orders? It's... They're not orders. I, I do have my own agency. It's more just, I don't know, gentle suggestions. You know, if, uh, do you, I, I assume, are you, uh, are you dancing? Yes, the demon was humming. Oh. <laughs> so you cite the Bible, like, you seem like you're, you're like, uh, I assume you're, like, Catholic or Christian, or? I know, I'm Protestant. Oh, okay. Yes. But you, you, you. Presbyterian. Uh, Okay. Nice. I don't know the difference between any of them, but uh, <laughs> I assume that you follow the teachings of Jesus Christ? I used to. Oh. Uh, it, it, it's, it's complicated. Uh, I, I believe that I have transcended the gospel at this point. Oh. <laughs> That's... With the help of the demon. Oh. Well, there you go. Do you have, does the demon have a name? Charles. Charles the Demon. Can you describe how he looks? Have you seen him? Oh, no. I just hear him. Uh, can you do his voice? <laughs> Does he also have good diction? It's far too baritone. Oh, his diction. Oh. <laughs> oh, my. <sighs> oh. Careful. <laughs> You're sweating. It is quite warm, even for o October. It is. It is warm. In, in this room, at least. Yeah. Yes. Um, you can't even, you, you can attempt, uh, to do his voice maybe a little? I'm not a baritone. I'm That's an true. alto. Mm, you are an alto. He is quite the baritone. Do you sing? Uh, uh in, in private. Well, I mean, there's only three of us in here. <laughs> uh, what would you like for me to sing? Uh, Jingle Bells? Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle All The Way! <laughs> Is that about right, Ben? Is that how it goes? Oh, yeah, that's how it goes. Oh, yeah. man, Norm would be proud. I would love to meet this Norman. His terrible diction. Oh. Really? Hell of a mm. Jingle Bells player, though. I'm told. <sighs> <laughs> so I hear. Well, thank you. Thank you for that, that beautiful song. You're welcome. Um, <clears throat> so if you had to give, um, if you had to sell, like, a, a young parent on, uh, on taking their child to the Connecticut Institute of Speech Arts, um, what would you tell them? Like, give them the elevator pitch. If you would like your child to be a born leader whose very sentences will captivate audiences, regardless of the substance of their message, come to the Connecticut Institute of Speech Arts, where we will craft your child to be the most fabulous orator you've ever encountered. Wow. Mm, that was like... Wow. I'm oh. sold. I don't have any children, but I'm going to give you my cat. I'm going to get children. Yeah, I'm going to go find a kid, oh. and I'm going to give them to you. Let's talk after. Hmm. Do you have any children? No. No. Do you have any desire to? I once did. Oh, what happened? Well. If you don't mind me asking. I never found a mate. Oh. I'm a virgin. 
Well, it's a surprise. I mean, uh, you're not repulsive. I, I thank you. You're welcome. I'm happy I'm not repulsive to you, Michael. Yeah, well, that's more than you can say about us. <laughs> I just love my work. It's my passion. That is my true love. Do you have any brothers and sisters or anything? Unfortunately, no. I'm oh, currently no. looking for someone who is passionate and committed enough to the speech arts to take over the institute once I pass. So you're, you're not going to have the, the Winchester line ends with you? Yes. Oh, no. That's sad. It is most unfortunate. Pour one out for the Winchesters. Yeah. I don't know what that means. We'll show you. You wouldn't. Oh, yeah, we'll show thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we'll show you after this. Oh, man. Well, Catherine, thank you so much for, for joining us on the show. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Uh, and where uh, <clears throat> are there any last messages you would like to, to say before we go? Anything you'd like to plug? Oh, simply, uh, if you feel like your child or perhaps your niece, nephew, or grandchild slurs their speech or lisps or simply does not have a passion for diction, consider the Connecticut Institute of Speech Arts. Very nice. Thank you. Great. And, and thank you for having me. Uh, you're welcome. I guess, uh, do, do you guys have any last questions for, for Catherine? Um, I was curious about the, the spate of deaths that had been reported at the Winchester. I can't believe I forgot to ask yeah, about it. Was, I, uh, there's a string of them, and I, I don't know. I just just in the last just like wondering year. about how that happened. Weird seem ritualistic is the word I'm going to choose. Yes. Um, Some people are more passionate for the speech <laughs> arts than others, and those who are not are expelled from the Institute regardless of their personal preference. Uh, they also seem like they're expelled from this mortal coil. That's fair. I mean... As I said, speech arts are very important. Listen, if it wasn't for that stern education, we wouldn't have great leaders such as Benito Mussolini. Mm. That's uh, true. I guess Adolf Hitler's in there. A student. I believe <laughs> oh, it. Yeah. Oh, boy. Whatever other Axis powers you want to name. Yeah. Um, what was the general of Japan? Don't know. General. Unfortunately, I, I can't place his name. He did not attend. No. He was recruited. Wait a minute. So did Benito Mussolini and Hitler attend the Connecticut Institute of Speech Arts? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh. Mussolini for a brief period. Yeah. Yes. He got more into swimwear, to my understanding. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So basically, do you admit to these allegations? Uh, I don't think they're allegations. I believe they're facts. Oh. Well, there you go. We've had many people die through ritualistic suicide on our campus. Great. I mean, no, not great, but <laughs> great that you that it's uh, that's cleared up. <laughs> Thank you, Catherine. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, or Madam Winchester. Mm. Mm. So, um, well, I guess we'll be see. I'll be seeing you. Uh, be dropping my cat off at your school for oh, delightful. Yeah, and uh, maybe that cat will learn to speak English. That'd be great. Uh, Dan will be dropping off some kid children he's kidnapped. I'll see what I can find. Yeah. Thank you. Just, yeah. just, just, They're just rampant all over the place here. Yeah, and just stop at a, a baby gap. It's like, yeah. And Ben, uh, any any contributions that you want to be making to uh, the Connecticut Institute of Speech Arts? I will not be having children uh, because of this interview. Yeah. I'll send a check, you know, twenty dollars. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you take donations? We do take donations. We are a five hundred one c three. 
<laughs> All right, guys, that's our show. Thank you so much for everything you do. Um, and splitters, uh, make sure to find them Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I don't know if you said not Instagram. Twitter, not Twitter. Yeah. Not Twitter. Uh, Band and Spotify, yeah. Bandcamp. Yeah. iTunes. iTunes. iTunes for sure. iTunes. For sure, for sure. iTunes. Yep. Yep. Um, and check out their show with Amigo the Devil. November 3rd at the Sanctuary here in Hamtramck. Yeah. And what is this last song you'll be showing us? This last song is called Can of Gasoline. Can of Gasoline. Yes. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. Great. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Catherine. <laughs> we'll be back next us. week with uh, Margaret Edwardowski. Bye. Thanks, Mike.
Michael Debris Variety Hour is powered by Pinecast and is a member of the Planet Ant Podcast Network. Please remember to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. Find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week.